재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. Recently, major tech firms, including Samsung and Apple, have been under fire. Some controversy after some of their suppliers have been linked to providing resources mined by child laborers in Africa. And to get a closer look at the situation in the region, we're very pleased to have joining us the chair of substantiality in business at the University of Surrey, Professor Gavin Hilson. Hello. Hi. Professor Hilson, thank you for joining us. Do you believe the general public is perhaps making too much of this? It's too negative as far as this stereotyped assumption regarding child labor when in many cases, if you don't work, you starve. Well, yeah, I think so. Um, it's, it's, it's important to take into account uh, the context which, which leads to children um, uh, engaging in work, whether it's light work or, or, or so-called um, uh, examples of, of, the, of what's been labeled the worst forms of child labor. Um, in the sector I, I, I study quite extensively, small-scale mining, um, you, see, you see, in most cases, children um, engaging in, in light work and, and doing what they, would nor- what they would be doing at the family farm, for example. And there are, there are a number of reasons why they're, they're engaging in, the, in, in this work, um, uh, in many cases to, to finance their, their studies, to, to go to school, and, 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 and if, they're, if they don't engage in this work, there'll be no means of doing so. Can we say through empirical evidence there is a strong correlation that exists between poverty or a lack of education and life opportunities and the prevalence of working children? Is, is as linear as, as many have projected. Um, it, it, as I've indicated, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily a case of, or as I've suggested, it's not, not necessarily a case of, of, of going to school or, or working. I mean, in many cases, uh, children have to, have to do something in terms of uh, earning income in order, to, in, in order to go to school because uh, in many cases they need to pay for school fees or if, if, if school fees are covered by the government, they, they need to um, purchase uniforms or other, other, other supplies for school. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely poverty is, is playing a, in, in, in a significant role in sort of driving these children to engage in what we sometimes perceive as being hazardous work. Now, if, uh, hypothetically speaking, the advocates of uh, uh, child labor uh, regulation wanting to ban it altogether, and if they somehow were able to enforce this globally, do you believe that uh, it could push things underground? It could uh, lead to children to having to work in even more dangerous and um, otherwise, I suppose, unscrupulous type of jobs? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think the effect would be would be catastrophic. I mean, in development, we don't take enough enough time. I don't think to sort of understand the uh, the, the context which sort of drives drives uh, uh, ch- in this case children to to engage in work and and in many cases it's it's a it's sort of um, a misin- it's a misinterpreted uh, it's the, 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 the things we see are misinterpreted. For example, uh, if we see a child carrying um, Firewood or, or, or fuel wood um, with his or her mother um, for ten miles uh, down a, a, a dirt road or through a forest. We 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 we're quick to sort of conclude that that's a uh, that's exploitative when in fact that's necessary in order to sort of 
uh, keep the family going. If that fuel wood isn't collected, then the family can't light a fire and they can't eat and so on. It's crucial to their survival. So I think it's, it's very important that we, we, we commit to understanding the context and the circumstances which sort of give rise to, 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 to things like this and, and child labor and, and, and to take stock of what's actually happening on the ground before we jump to, jump to conclusions and implement things like a ban. It, as I mentioned in the introduction, it certainly has resulted in some negative publicity, bad PR for companies like Apple or Samsung. Uh, do you believe that, um, let's say, overseas regulators as well as multinational corporations, in a negative way, I suppose, act as enablers of child labor? Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm the last person in the world who would defend a corporation, uh -huh. but I think, you know, we're... we're uh, and again, I, I don't know. I don't know how true this story is, but I mean, the bottom line is these are these are these are profit-making entities, and and you know, it wouldn't if there if these if the story is true, or if there is any truth to this story, it wouldn't it wouldn't be certainly wouldn't be the first time that a that a that a company is engaged in practices that we would we would see as what most people would see as being unethical. But I mean, it's important to take stock of the bigger picture here, and and. It, Small-scale mining is, is a livelihood for tens of millions of people. And the NGO or the organization that's published this particular report or the, the organizations that, that, that publish these reports don't take stock of this enough because it's important. I mean, if, we're, if we were to sort of ban this activity or, or, or not recognize what's actually going on on the ground, um, it, it, could, it could lead to, to extreme measures, you know, like the implementation of a ban or the implementation of legislation which would, which would effectively cut these people off from, from crucial supply chains and supply right. chains they need to have access to in order to survive. So if we're going to sort of implement these bans, it's important that we take stock of these, these, these people's circumstances and provide them with alternative income or, or, or to ensure that they're able to, to, to improve their livelihoods. And as uh, you pointed out, you have extensive experience. You've been researching this uh, for quite a while. What have you seen in, in the various countries that you've been in? Uh, at least is, if, if we can't get rid of child labor, we would want our children to be safe. Can more be done to at least have children work in, in safer environments and also environments that are free from abuse? I mean, absolutely. But, I mean, child labor is... is is, is an expression of a much bigger problem, which is which is poverty and hardship in, in developing countries and in, in, in places where I work. You know, in sub-Saharan Africa, we see we see a lot of this. Um, and I mean, a couple things to say. The first is that uh, often the, the the children you see at, at working at the mine or, or who are present at the mine um, that, that were quick to sort of say, okay, the, 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 this child is, is, is engaged in exploitative work or is being exploited, et cetera. I mean, what we, what we fail to take stock of is the fact that, that agriculture, for many of these families, rural families, agriculture and, and, and mining is undertaken seasonally. So they, they balance both right. activities. So what the, what the child would be doing at, uh, say, the family farm, carrying water, doing light work, chores, et cetera, he or she is, is, in most cases, at least in the places where I work, are, are, are doing similar things, mm. carrying water, fetching supplies, and so on for his or her parents. Um, so that's one thing that, you know, I'd, I'd like to sort of make clear, that it's, it's sort of a, there are cultural sort of underpinnings and social underpinnings here that we need to take stock of. The second, the second point I want to make is that, yes, there are cases of, 
of children working in hazardous conditions, using harmful chemicals, using mercury, for example, which is used to amalgamate gold, um, going underground in, in, in some of the under in the, in the pits and so on. But I, I think I think a lot of the, the the organizations that tend to publish reports, kind of bringing these issues to the fore, tend to tend to tend not to take stock of the bigger picture. And these are these are in my case, in my view, and at least in the places where I've worked, are are, are sort of the the minority situations that we're we're dealing with here. Right. I mean, it's it's a definitely important viewpoint here. Often the knee-jerk reaction for most people around the world to, who talk about issues like child labor, you automatically think of, uh, I guess, uh, the the negative consequences of this. But uh, certainly, as you pointed out, there is some nuance involved uh, with the. Uh, plight of child labor. Professor Hilson, we are going to have to leave it there, but we certainly appreciate your time and your expertise. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. That was Professor Gavin Hilson, Chair of Sustainability in Business at the University of Surrey. We've got Soul City News up next.